Welcome to Awaken to Grace. I'm Chad Roberts, and today is part two of a special sermon called Losing Ground Already Won. We are studying the book of Joshua in a new series that I am calling Triumph. We are learning how to live a victorious Christian life. And today we study the transition that happened between the leadership of Moses to Joshua. Perhaps you are in a transition today, a difficult transition, maybe a transition that you would have never chosen for yourself. When I suffered blindness at the age of 38, it was a transition in my life that I would have never chosen on my own. But you know, for God to lead us into triumph, for God to take us into the promised land, for God to lead us in those areas of victory that he desires for our life, often They come through difficult transitions. Today, I want to share with you how you handle the transitions of your life. I want to study how Joshua responded in his difficult transition. We're going to learn many things from God's Word together. If today speaks into your life, I would love to hear from you. When I get emails from listeners all across the country and even the world, oh, I can't tell you what it does for me. It makes my day. Email me at pastorchadroberts at gmail.com. All one word, all lowercase, very simple. Pastorchadroberts at gmail.com. Let me know who you are, where you're listening from, and how I can pray for you. Well, I hope you enjoy this part two, Losing Ground Already Won, on today's broadcast of Awakened to Grace. My emotions don't control me. My faith does. And while emotions may be high or low, faith stays the same. And that's why I want to live out of faith, not out of how I feel. So he tells him, all the days of your life, Joshua, no one, not one man, not one man is going to stand before you. You'll conquer them all. And then look what he says, verse 5, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Friends, Is that not a guarantee from God Almighty that Joshua is going to be just fine? And you may be sitting there thinking, I wish I had that guarantee. You do? Hebrews 13, 5. The Lord says, for I will never leave you nor forsake you. We have the same assured promise as Joshua himself. Do you live that way? Do you walk by faith? Is your faith ever increasing? Is your faith growing day by day? Is your faith growing in, amidst, in, the, in, the, in the midst of your suffering, in the midst of your trials, in the midst even of your, at times, doubts? Does your faith kick in and is your faith growing even In those times. Because faith says. God will never leave me. And God will never forsake me. We have the same assurance. As Joshua himself. Now number two. 
Look at the instruction. If the transition is Moses is dead and you're up and I want you to take this people, arise. You're going to go over Jordan. You're going to possess the land. And not one man is going to stand before you all the days of your life. And just as I was with Moses, I'm going to be with you. If that's the transition, then watch the instruction. Look at verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night. And if you are careful to do all that is written herein, what's he say? Then you will have prosperity and good success. Then your way will be prosperous and you shall have good success. What's he saying? He's saying this is the, this is the way you do it. If you keep the promises of God, if you keep faithful to the word of God, if the word of God is on your lips, if it's in your mind, if you're meditating on it day or night, then it's going to lead you and it's going to guide you. And then your way will be prosperous and then you'll have good success. Now let me challenge you for a moment, okay? Let me challenge your thinking. I really want you to think about this. Short of material things, okay? Because the Bible teaches us very clearly, people of God, we're not to worry about material things. Amen. We're not to worry. The Bible says that our Father knows what we have need of. Do you realize the next time that you catch yourself hearing birds sing? I want you to think about something, okay? The next time that you catch yourself listening to them sing, I want you to Google how many types of birds there are on the planet. And then I want you to realize this. The world's wealthiest man could not feed every bird. Not even one day it would bankrupt him. And yet our father does it day in and day out. And Jesus says, take no thought of tomorrow, what you'll wear, what you'll eat, all this and that. Listen, those material things, they'll take care of themselves and God knows how to supply for you, okay? So taking material things out of it, assets out of it, 401k out of it, retirement, college, your first home or getting that new car, all that stuff, set all that to the side. And then let me ask you a question. For you, what is good success? Because here's what my concern is. If God promises us good success, if I can't define what success is in my life, then how will I know when God has given it to me? How will I know what to pray for? How will I even know what to ask for if I can't define success? And in our American affluent culture let me ask you this can you define success minus material things can you define success for your marriage for your family for your career for your spiritual walk can you define what success is minus material things For many of us, we've probably never thought about it, let alone pray for it. See what I'm saying? 
So the instruction is, if you want to have a prosperous way and if you want to find good success, meditate on the word of God. Make the word of God a prominent thing in your life. And sadly, for many of us, half the time we can't find our Bibles. We don't remember where we slung it. Very few of us can really quote Scripture. Oh, we can quote our sports stats, right? And we can quote what the politicians are doing. And we can quote who's running in the presidential elections. And we can quote what they're saying. And we can quote celebrities. But most of us cannot truly quote the Word of God. If you took your knowledge of God's Word and compared it to what your idea of success is, where would that balance be? So I encourage you, brothers and sisters, go back to where the Word of God is prominent in your life, and then you'll have good success. The transition is that Moses has died, and now Joshua is to lead the people to the Jordan and beyond the Jordan. The transition is that as God was with Moses, so God will be with Joshua. God will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. The instruction is let the word of God be prominent. Meditate on it day and night. Don't let it depart out of your mouth. Speak the word of God. And as these things happen, then you'll have a prosperous way. You'll have good success in life, in family, in your profession. I want good success, but I also want to know what good success really is. So I'm not chasing the wrong things. And then lastly for today, we see the action. Look at verse 10 and 11. So Joshua really understands the Lord. I think what I would have done, what I would have been comfortable doing, is gathering my leaders as Joshua did and saying, gentlemen, in three months, we're going over Jordan. In six months, we'll fight our first war. Get everybody ready. No, it's not what Joshua did. Do you see what he did? He told his leaders to tell the people, gather all of your provisions for in three days, we're gonna cross over Jordan. Oh, are you kidding me, Joshua? In three days, we're going to cross over Jordan. Did he know how they're going to cross? Uh, They weren't bridge building experts. Did he even know how they were going to get over that mighty river? No, he just believed God. God said, cross it. And in three days, we're going over. Get your stuff ready. Amen. I tell you what, Joshua's somebody I would like to hang around. Joshua's somebody that I'd like for him to rub off on me. You know what I'm saying? I want to be that quick to obey God. I want to be that obedient to the Lord. I want to be someone of action, not someone who talks about things. I want to act upon my faith. Amen? You've heard it well said. Faith is a verb. Why? Because faith is action. Amen? And he said in three days we're going to cross over. Let me ask you a question. 
Are you ready to obey God? Are you ready to finally do what you know in your heart God wants you to do? Are you ready? It may be a season of transition, and that may scare you as much as it scares me. Let me tell you, when I knew, when I knew that I was going blind, can you imagine the transition that I felt? Trying to prepare myself mentally, spiritually, emotionally, preparing my family, preparing my profession, the church. Do do you know how what transition? Let me tell you what God's teaching me. Don't be afraid of transitions. Because transitions are part of getting you to the promised land. Amen? And perhaps you're listening today and you are in a place of transition and you're scared. You're in a place of transition and it's got you uneasy. Well, this is my challenge, church. Let us not be guilty of viewing Canaan with our spiritual binoculars. Let's prepare ourselves to cross over Jordan. Let's get our provisions ready. Let's get our faith ready. Let's get our mindset ready. Let's get our prayer lives ready. Let's get the word of God within us ready. And let's prepare ourselves as a people, as a body of Christ, as a local church. Let's get ourselves ready to cross over Jordan. And I don't know how God's going to answer our prayers. I don't know how God is going to take the things that you and I have been calling upon the name of the Lord for. There are people that we're calling upon God for their salvation. There are miracles that we are trusting God for. There are prodigals that we are calling out to the name of the Lord for. And I don't know how God's going to answer the prayers. But all I know is God says, act in faith. Look to me. Get yourselves ready. And that's what this series is all about. We are going to prepare ourselves for the victory that God is going to bring to us. Amen. And we're not going to fight for victory because God's already promised the victory. No, you and I are going to fight because of victory. Do you see the difference? We're not fighting hoping Perhaps, maybe, if possible, we hope and pray and plead and beg that maybe God will come through. No, that's not faith. We fight because we know God will come through. And we may have to circle Jericho, and we may have to do some ridiculous things. We may have to pray some crazy prayers. We may have to step out into areas of discomfort. We may have to go into areas that we have to trust God. And other people would say, well, that's, that's pretty radical. Well, you know what? Victory is pretty radical, amen? And faith is radical. And I want to be a person that believes God. And I want to be a person that says, I'm not afraid of Jericho. And I'm not afraid to face the enemy. And I'm not afraid, afraid to go into battles that they, it's, it's bigger than us. They're stronger than us. Because you know what the word of God says? Not one word will fail. Not one. My question today is, do you believe it? And the answer to whether you believe it or not is this. Have you been losing ground? already won. I'm not saying that sometimes you don't struggle. 
I'm not saying that even sometimes you don't question. I'm saying when the dust settles at the end of the day, are you walking in faith? Not by sight, but by faith. Where do you stand? Let's bow our heads today. Close our eyes and let's ask the Lord to help us, to strengthen us. What do you need to trust God for? What did you used to believe God for, but you've grown discouraged? What did you used to pray for, but because you didn't see the needle moved, you stopped praying? Friend, you've lost ground already once. What wayward child did you give up on? Friends, you've lost ground already won. What did you hope in, believe in, trust in? But through time, you've grown discouraged. Let me encourage you as God encouraged Joshua. Do you know what the word encourage means, by the way? It means to put courage in the heart. Do you know that? (laughs) When you encourage someone, you give them courage. You put courage in their heart. And you know what God wants to do for you, child of God? You know what God wants to do for you, weak Christian You know what God wants to do for you who just, you're you're living in defeat and you're living in despair and you've all but given up. You've all but quit. Your body's here, but but your, your faith isn't. You know what God wants to do for you, child of God? He wants to encourage you. He wants to give you courage today. Courage to face life's battles courage to look up those walls of Jericho and say you will fall in the name of Jesus courage God wants to give you courage today let's all stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed today if you want to see things turn in your life and I'm not saying the circumstance turn because God may still be working in the midst of the circumstance, but you want to see your faith turn. You want to see your courage turn. You want to see your belief turn. You want to grow stronger and not weaker. And today, if you say, Chad, I want my faith to grow. I want to trust God. I may be in transition. I may be in instruction. But Chad, I'm going to walk out of this building today in action. And I'm going to take God at his word. And I'm going to prepare my heart. I'm going to prepare my family. I'm going to prepare my faith to believe God. If you need to come pray right now, I want to invite you. We have many people who will pray with you. You just slip out of your seat right now. Listen, don't walk out those doors the same way that you walked in here today. Take action today and say, God, let this be my first step, my first action, God. I'm coming to this altar. Kneel, sit, stand, whatever you have to do. You just come right now and say, God, I'm taking action today that I'm gonna let my faith be solid. I'm gonna let my faith grow. I'm not gonna live out of circumstance anymore. I'm not gonna react out of, I'm not going to react to circumstances any longer. I'm going to live in faith, oh God. 
and you come and you let the Lord work in you. (coughs) You let the Lord work in you. Father, I want to thank you for your word today. It is alive and it is active. It's filled with instructions. It instructs us, Lord, how to face our battles. It instructs us how to go forward in faith. It instructs us how to believe God. It instructs us how to hold the line until victory comes. It instructs us. And God, as we walk through the book of Joshua, Lord, as we go through these early chapters, Lord, would you remind us, would you put in our heart Chapter 23, verse 14, not one word of God shall fail in our lives. Not one word, not one word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (coughs) Excuse me. Help us today, Lord. Help us today to believe you, to trust you, to be guided by you to live in victory, to have good success. Jesus, teach us what success truly is. Help us to be able to define it for our lives and not to chase those things. That's like a mirage in the desert. It looks like water, but it's not. And the more we drink, The more sand we drink, the thirstier we become. Teach us, Lord God, teach us what true success is and how to seek it in you. Show us these things, Lord. Teach us victory. Teach us faith. Teach us how to stand. Ephesians chapter 6. Teach us how to wear the armor of God. Teach us how to resist the devil. Teach us how to submit to you. And work mightily, oh God, in our lives. Work in our marriages, God. (coughs) I pray for marriages right now, Lord, that are on the brink, the very brink of collapse. Rescue them in Jesus' name. Those who are about to walk away, change their heart, Lord change their heart change their heart Lord God change their heart I pray God for those with wayward children that their hearts are breaking over prodigal sons and daughters and grandchildren teach us to stand in victory I pray for those Lord that's fighting in their bodies as sickness and disease has laid hold of them God, would you pour divine healing into them and help them and touch them, God. Touch them in the name of Jesus. Touch them. Father, I pray for those this morning with financial stress and those who feel like they're about to break under the pressure. Father, will you provide for them? Provide. You see the need before there's ever a need, provide for them. I pray for those, Lord, who are in transition in their life and they're frightened and they're worried. 
Give them peace and comfort, Lord God. That just as you were with Moses, just as you were with Joshua, just as you were with Samuel, just as you were with David, just as you were with Daniel and Jeremiah, so you are with us. If you enjoy the daily broadcast of Awaken to Grace, then I want to invite you to subscribe to our podcast. You can get our podcast wherever you get your favorite shows. Simply search Awaken to Grace Weekly Sermons.